I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling. Elvin Hayes, Walt Bellamy, Joey Devine, Brendan Haywood, Marcin Gortat, Jeff Ruland, Sean Keane, Karan Tubjufeller, Mark Ruffin. Barbie Grant, Earl the Pearl Monroe, Kevin Lowry, musical guest Bugazi, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, everybody. It's me, Joey Devine, the, your host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back. We're doing three episodes this week because we only did one last week what? so tight <laughs> three point goggles <laughs> um i've got to say i'm a little disappointed in don pardo for not mentioning the greatest nba 2k player of all time jarvis hayes wow uh, straight out of georgia he was a very bad actual nba wizard but a just an incredible NBA 2K player for some reason. <laughs> I've never understood it. I used to play my roommate, my college roommate, Elliot. We would always play Wizards Bulls, and I would always destroy him with Jarvis Hayes. I mean, he could hit an open jumper, man. Uh, he was decent. I'd give him decent. I watched a couple years. I was sad to see him go. Uh, I should have kept him. That beautiful voice you're hearing right now, listeners, is our special guest today. Comedian and fellow NBA podcaster, co-host of the NBA comedy podcast, Air Buds, and one. Jamel Johnson. How you Hello. doing, Jamel? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, y'all. 
appreciate it very much. I've had a very long day. I brought out the hardware. I'm ready for war. Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. I uh, get dressed for podcasts, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my style. Well, you're a you're a Wizards fan, right? So you yeah, yeah. you dress like they dress up for big events too, right? That's true. Those the funeral. It was a great I've watched that game maybe five times this <laughs> Those other dulcet tones you're hearing are of course, my co-host, Sean Keane. Sean, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. Have you recovered yet from not being allowed to talk about the big three last episode? Oh, man. And then I went to the big three afterwards. <laughs> that really... I got less big three than I wanted at the recording, and then so much more than anyone can handle on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> it's a lot of big three. How long is the day? Of a bit when you're uh, at big three. Let me look because I got there at like the length of a track and field event. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, so I got there uh, like a little before one thirty. The games start at two, and let me see when I left. At least it's at least four and a half hours. No reentry. Uh. It says no reentry. I did not try to push it. So four and a half hours, I would say. I think we got out of there a little after six. That's not no so bad. That's, that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not the worst. Shorter than a baseball game. It actually. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Fair point. <laughs> well, it, it reminded me a lot of summer league too, where you can kind of get up and walk around the concourse, and it has the same kind of. Um, I really like the specific NBA fandom is super annoying. But just general NBA fandom is delightful. Definitely. So, like, the guy going to the big three with a number 73 Dennis Rodman jersey, I'm like, I, I just want to follow you around. You know like, I mean? like yeah. can I sit with you guys? Uh, but, yeah, a lot of um, Space Jam merch. Mm-hmm. And the big three merch is sometimes way more expensive than you'd think. Like, where you're like, I don't. This says Iverson with a silhouette of someone who is clearly not Alan Iverson. <laughs> and the sweatshirt's $65. But also, like, um, one of those kind of throwback 80s-style Kenyon Martin trilogy shirts where he's got the oversized head like oh, a beach mm-hmm. caricature. Off, That's yeah. like 20 bucks, And that that feels reasonable. They did definitely not guess correctly which guys were going to play a lot, though. Because all the merch is like Kmart, Jason White Chocolate Williams, <laughs> Allen Iverson, Brian Scalabrini, and like none of those guys <laughs> are playing at all. Kmart and White Chocolate just got hurt. Yeah. Iverson got very disinterested. I want a t shirt with a picture of um, the trilogy's coach, uh, Pistons. Uh, oh, Rick Mahorn. Yeah, Rick Mahorn looking stressed the fuck out. <laughs> On a T-shirt, like uh, oh yeah, yeah, that like, in like, the polo, gotta yeah. be in the trilogy. Just both hands on his head. He has the easiest coaching job of the league too, because uh, they have young men on their team, mm-hmm. which is the determining <laughs> factor of the victory. Rashard McCants and James White. So all the other teams are subbing, and James White and Rashard McCants are just like, yeah, we're good. We're cool. Al Harrington's in really good shape, too. So occasionally he comes out and, like, Kmart comes in and gets applause. And then they bring in Dion Glover just to, like, let him play. (laughs) Um, And he's fine. It's just the other guys are just dominating the league. And they win so quickly, they're not even on the court that long. 
So they were up like 26 to 8 at halftime. I like that, that you could just end a game in like 20 minutes. Um, Speaking of Rick Mahorn merchandise, it's funny you brought that up because for the last two years, I have actually been searching for Rick Mahorn merchandise. I really want one of those Bad Boys Pistons shooting shirts, but a Rick Mahorn one. Uh, But. It has their first names on the back, and I just love it. His says Rick. I love it. I just want a Detroit Pistons shooting shirt that says, says Rick, Rick on the back. It's so funny to have a first name. I'm. I just love. I love yeah. merchandise with first names. I would oh, immediately. Yeah. I would start calling you Big Rick. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. All right. Before we start talking about hoops, which yeah. we already have, uh, we do have. Some business up hit up at the top, as always, like any good podcast does. General uh, pod biz. First, first off, guys, you know what episode number this is today? I heard. I don't want to let sixty nine, bro. Oh, so oh. tight. So tight. Oh, Get your raincoats. So sick. Um, <laughs> more, nice. More, <laughs> more importantly, though, um, you should follow us on all of our social media outlets we're on twitter at round rock pod you can email us at roundballrockpod at gmail.com uh we're on facebook like us on facebook we do not have enough people liking us on facebook so like us there uh and most importantly uh we've got free stickers you guys mm-hmm. i sent out five today all Test- over the country too. yeah west virginia kentucky Albany, California, all the hot spots. Bam, bam, bam. Basketball meccas, all of them. <laughs> Austin, Texas. Um, so if you want free stickers, look, and I'm going to be honest, guys. I not only threw in, you get two, in, in those envelopes I sent out today, two round ball rock stickers, a button that is a surprise. Some of you are getting Chris Webber calling timeout. In, in the final, in the final oh, four, oh, some of you, some of you getting Clay Thompson and a panda. Uh, I just had some buttons, some random NBA buttons lying around. I also threw in some random NBA basketball cards. So, if you want a round ball rock care package, follow us on Twitter. Tell us, DM us your address. We'll send you some free crap. We need listeners. Also, most importantly, give us five star reviews on iTunes. Uh, need them fives, dog. If we get to a hundred, we're gonna create a reenactment of the Harlem Globetrotters Gilligan's Island episode. Uh, yeah, live table read. Live table read of the script of the Harlem Globetrotters meets Gilligan's Island. I believe we have an ask out to Mark Stein. Stein yeah, Stein <laughs> we love you. We'd love to have you as a part of the project. And as always, uh, I promise we are go- We did get to 50 reviews, so we are going to record that commentary track of the George Marison white slavery movie, My Giant. Oh, uh, man. It's coming. It's coming. Don't it, worry. Following you guys is such a better deal than fucking with NPR. Yeah, exactly. What are you want a tote? <laughs> I want no more fucking We don't totes. even ask for money yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> um, all right, Sean. Any other business 
I don't think we had anything lingering from last time. No. Maybe not. If anybody wants uh, some of the mixes we've made on the show, uh, last week's closing music was uh, Skip Bayless and uh, an internet free music electronic yeah. artist teamed up to make uh, a White Pride remix of the song Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, We've also got... Which ended uh, up being a lot more timely news-wise yeah, than we thought it was going to be. We, we recorded that episode on Friday and then dropped it on Monday. Something happened. And we had... Know. Yeah, there was a thing happening. I don't know if anyone's paid attention to the news, but uh, we had a lot of Skip Bayless talking about how he wanted to take pride in the half of Blake Griffin that was white on that yeah. episode. And that he's not going to apologize yeah. for that. Uh, he was holding a tiki torch when he recorded that uh, rant. I think. Um, <laughs> they have goddamn torches, man. <laughs> My favorite part is the um, uh, the uh, generic polos. Oh, you know, so many movie. generic polos. It's like I never thought I was gonna like, like just knowing that I could beat the clan up now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it that just was... seems so attainable. It. It was amazing to me that every picture I saw of any of those assholes, it was like the dorkiest person I've ever seen. It was just like, these are the biggest fucking dorks I've ever seen. It looked exactly like a collection of people I saw get severely bullied at like school lunch. Yeah, the, exactly. Hood, you know what I mean? Like, but not even guys who were like, they're not even they don't even look like nerds because it doesn't look like they're good at anything. No, that's true. Although there was <laughs> one guy who was like really yelling with his racist torch and I was like, I wonder if that guy has signed a letter of intent at Duke. Like he could <laughs> I could see him being like a floor general that stays all four years and like eventually keeps it together. Yeah. yeah. Natural I mean, born like, leaders. Yeah. I mean it was Grayson Allen. It was Grayson Allen was at that <laughs> yeah. rally. I, I didn't want to out him, but uh, the he's going to be doxxed online soon enough. Grayson Allen was leading that, that rally. Shocked I didn't see more of him in the memes. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? just... Could have tossed him in a couple of those memes. Because <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was tripping other protesters. I think that was the problem. They were like, what's the matter? Can you leave that behind for a minute, dude? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the world is real depressing right now. Let's just be honest to you guys. But you know what's not depressing? What's that? The NBA, baby! Oh, yeah. Give me that news drop, robot! This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Okay, look, guys, I'm going to be honest. There's a lot. There's a much bigger NBA story happening right now. But this is the biggest story in the uh, round ball rockers hearts. Uh, Dennis Smith told the New York Daily. Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> uh, told the New York, you know, new rookie point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, told the New York Daily News today that. In a pre-draft interview with Phil Jackson and the Knicks, Phil Jackson made him eat an octopus tentacle. Oh, calamari? So is that... Here is his quote. <laughs> <laughs> we went out to some restaurant and they had me eat some octopus. Like an actual octopus tentacle. First time ever. 
I wasn't going to try it, honestly. They kind of put the pressure on me to do it. <laughs> that is, that's also like what you have to do to join the Yakuza, I think. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's you like have to that. You it off of a man you killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is close. Yeah, it, it, it was actually a reenactment of that scene from um, Old Boy where that guy <laughs> just put that live octopus in his mouth. Um, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you think Phil, ja- Phil Jackson is, like, the oldest boy? Too, he is, so. yeah. <laughs> I just like that he's, like, he's looking for cultured point guards. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, let's be honest. He did end up picking the French guy, who yeah. I'm sure had no problem <laughs> putting that more tossing into snails into his mouth <laughs> like popcorn. <laughs> That's so funny. Here's... <laughs> Here's the part of that that quote that really gets me, though. Like, the octopus tentacle part is weird, but you know what? Dennis Smith, open up your mind culinarily. Octopus, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Man. Dallas has octopus. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, a good spot for some seafood I down there. So. But They've got a coastline. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that Phil Jackson peer pressured him into eating it is fucking insane to me. Like, do you think he was also like, here, eat this. Eat this cactus. Yeah. I think he was Go. definitely in his personal space. <laughs> yeah. He was in his bubble with it. Uh, here, try this. <laughs> try this mushroom tea I made. <laughs> Maybe that's like, it was like a mind control. Couldn't you see there being some kind of sushi like that that you know, like paralyzes yeah. you or something? Like, like, I just wanted to yeah. see how we deal in a pr- Yeah, it's like, yeah. it yeah. like get out. It was like get out. Yeah. Some undercooked sea urchin. Something like that. It also makes sense <laughs> why Porzingis skipped his exit interview. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to eat no octopus and today. Ja- <laughs> the year before, Phil Jackson's like, you cannot leave this room. Until you eat this sea urchin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's oh, my question, though. So Phil Jackson loves Montana, lives in Montana. Uh-huh. How's the octopus in Montana? It can't be good, right? Gotta be trash. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you think that the initial incarnation of that was he's like, yeah, let's see what he does with a Rocky Mountain oyster. (laughs) And even James Dolan's like, you've gone too far, Phil. (laughs) James Dolan with an ascot on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here, (laughs) you can eat this octopus tentacle or sing back up in JD in the straight (laughs) shot. (laughs) Straight shot to what? You know what I mean? <laughs> the fucking seller, baby. <laughs> yeah, what is? Yeah, what do you think he means by that? Straight they're straight shot shooters. To LaGuardia. Oh, that they're straight shooters. Yeah, but the band is the incarnation of a straight shot. A yeah, shot that has been yeah. straightened. Because it also sounds like, you know, what killed John Belushi. Like he was partying in the Chateau Marmont, <laughs> but he got a, he took a straight shot. JD right. and the eight balls. <laughs> JD and the eight balls. <laughs> <laughs> My mo- shot, yeah. JD and the cocaine he bought from Robert De Niro. Yeah. Like it's, right? shot, it's, it's cocaine and a pinball. Yeah, you just shoot it. It's you just straight up shoot What's a pinball. What's funny to me is. <laughs> That your guys' problem with that band name is the straight shot part and not the JD part. Because, look, I am a JD. Oh. And I would never call myself JD. Oh, like, man. It, has anyone ever called you? Some people probably did in sports, right? Probably. I don't remember. Somebody's called me JD before, but... 
Like, if your name is James, right, and you're starting a band and you want it to be and the blank, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy in the straight shot is, is definitely ten times idea. better. It's like, yeah. <laughs> do you think he's ever like? Here's my question. He loves he loves the blues. He does a basketball team. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does James Dolan have bars? Like, has he has he tried rapping? Hip-hop? No, yeah. he's no scatting. He's for too sure. classic. He's oh, he scats alone. for sure. He scats alone in the bathroom. He's never <laughs> he's never scatted in front of people. But yeah. he's been thinking about scatting for. <laughs> but a while. no, he. I guarantee James Dolan is one of those people. That says, oh, I like all kinds of music except country and rap. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he probably scats while he makes, like, really bad eggs in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably one of those guys who was like, how is Stevie Wonder in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> like, that's, that's not rock and roll. Like, what? <laughs> He's like, I like all the classic bluesmen. Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> Paul Butterfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> greatest jazz guitarist of all time, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even want to go there. All right, let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on to the actual big story today, which, uh-huh. look, round ball rockers, I've got to be honest, I'm so fucking sick of talking about this already, but of course... We got another Kyrie Irving story today. Woj, yeah. uh, the king of the scoop <laughs> today. <laughs> the Baskin Robbins of the NBA. <laughs> uh, wrote today that the Cavs, the reason Kyrie Irving hasn't been traded yet is because the Cavs are acting as if LeBron James is not going to be there next year. So... They're insisting on getting a young star back for Kyrie Irving. I mean, well, you got to. Sure, but this could also totally be fixed if LeBron James would just tell them whether he's coming back or not. Um, Because then do you think they would trade for, like, some veteran win-now package? Yeah, like they could trade for Danny Green and LaMarcus Aldridge. Or... Something yeah, like Eric that. Bledsoe. Exactly. Of, so they're looking for a the, yeah, and I I do think this is what you want normally in this kind of trade, but usually you're not making this trade when you've been to the finals three times in a row. Yeah, I just it's it's such like, a bummer. LeBron is really doing them no favors with this. I mean, Kyrie is also not doing them any favors, but mm-hmm. I assume they both don't want to be there. You know? Yeah, like, but they probably haven't. I mean, my th- my it's weird with LeBron because he seems like he's the only person in the world who is like gung ho about Cleveland besides Drew Carey and uh, maybe Omar the Vizquel, presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> yeah, like the, these are the only guys um, where like Northeast Ohio. We got Ramon Rivas. He seems to like. Yeah, yeah. not even all the Bone Thugs. Like, yeah, no, yeah, like, like yeah. yeah, most of them don't live there yeah, anymore. Yeah. Uh yes, but but LeBron seems to legitimately enjoy it against the wishes of his family and friends. He relocated <laughs> back there. Uh so I'm always kind of like he might stay. Like Right. Like like he he might he might I don't think it's out of the question that he stays. No. But, but also, I think they have to get something that would make him excited to stay. 
Yeah, it's just it's interesting to look because <laughs> the guy. Left, yeah. So who are the who are the guys that are supposedly targeting? Well, that's what I was going to oh, get okay. to next. So the young stars that the Cavs have targeted for Kyrie Irving are Kristaps Porzingis, Josh Jackson, Jason Tatum, and Jamal Murray. Well, I mean, for those guys, it's Kristaps. Very... It that's there's no way. I mean, it's New York. Yeah, New York will do anything wrong. That's true. Actually. Well, that is true. But I think, like, would Kyrie? I mean, what kind of food would they make him eat? Like, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna make him walk to Brooklyn and get a cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, I want to. I want flatbread. Oh, this is like the flat, like the Earth. <laughs> I just think, as dumb as the Knicks are, them firing Phil. This offseason was them actually picking Chris Stapps forever. Yeah, I mean, they, he's he's got two more years. When would they have to give him his extension? They could year? give it next year, but they could also let him go to free agency. Okay. So who's the easiest out of that group to get? What, Jamal Murray? I would think Jamal. If I were the Nuggets, I would trade Jamal Murray yesterday and Juan Hernan Gomez and... Wilson Chandler and Kenneth Fareed for them yeah. to, for him yeah, tomorrow. The only, I mean, the only problem is that the that's the one position the Cavs kind of don't need is the four, and that's right. What they have. But I mean, if they want Jamal Murray, it feels like if that's your target and you're getting Kyrie Irving back, you can figure out the deal on the margins well, of that. And know? Kyrie is actually the perfect fit for Jokic because the one thing Kyrie doesn't really do is pass the ball, and that's all Jokic wants to do. Yeah, I mean, you and you let him just go one-on-one or whatever when Jokic is off the floor. Yeah. I would think you maybe, yeah, like wouldn't you stagger those guys a little bit too? Yeah, they see that the problem with the trades then the Cavs just get so much worse. Right, right. And then it it feels like that's not enough, really. Because you almost just want... Like, if LeBron and Kyrie leave, you almost want to just crash the plane. Right. You know? Like, yeah. like find a place for Kevin Love to go. Well, But, but you, can't, you can't do that with Le, when LeBron's there for another year. Because you're yeah. still... Aren't they... If they make no moves, aren't they still the Eastern Conference favorite? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So it's. But I think they're even the favorite if even if they trade Kyrie. Really? No, man. Because their problem is already. Well, they don't have a backup. They never had a backup for him. That was what their biggest issue. So then Derrick Rose, bro. Him. Oh yeah, Derrick Rose, Jeff <laughs> Green. <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot. Uh, Jose Calderon. Uh... <laughs> Fair point. But I, I just, forgot about Rose. But though. the East is such fucking trash that. Having LeBron James makes you the favorite in the East. Like, even no matter what the Celtics add, the, it's not LeBron James. Absolutely true. Right, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely true. Uh, LeBron could take any team to the finals out of the East. Yeah, I mean, even the Nets. A, he did it as a child. Yeah. <laughs> he could absolutely do it. Um. So I don't even know what to do. I mean, if I were the Nuggets, I would do that trade in a hot second. Uh, But my thing with LeBron, I think I've said this before. 
if I were LeBron, I'd want to stay in the East as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're not winning finals, just making them over and over and over again is better than going to the Lakers and losing in the Western Conference Finals every year. Mm-hmm. Well, is there a landing spot in the East he'd want to go to that isn't Cleveland? You know, he was working out with my boy. Oh, this past weekend. well, and down in Miami. And if you're really, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Who is your boy again, Jermaine? John Wall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to tell yeah, the yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they also like weirdly have some. It wouldn't happen. You know, I mean, it just it, it feels. There's a part of me, the the, the the Wizards fan, the Bullets fan inside of me, still hasn't really forgiven him for the crab dribble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't, yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. quite forgave that. <laughs> Have you forgiven him for whispering in Gilbert Arenas' ear that not, one time? Not for no, one second. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I kind of only because Arenas revealed himself to be an actual insane person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I guess can tell you as a Warrior fan, we could have told you that. Yeah, years was, before somebody uh, did reply to some emails it was it, it was out there probably i mean he is a man who used to play online poker at halftime Jesus. as a rookie um and also one time took a shower in his uniform as a golden state warrior at halftime because he played badly and then came out in a soaking wet soaking wet tennis shoes and uniform to play the second half of a basketball game. How did the second half go? He was pretty good. Yeah, he played yeah. really well. <laughs> <laughs> was, he playing, was he playing poker at halftime with the Warriors? Or was that it was later? with the Warriors. That was with the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, do I want him there? I always I want to beat him, you know? That's sure. I, I feel like it's it's close, especially if – they fuck up this Kyrie move. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Which they are official dark very likely status. to do. I would say yes. Like this is it's, it's a difficult situation, and a team that does not really do great in this in the best. Of they are going to trade him for Andrew Wiggins and Jeff Teague. Let's be honest. Oh man! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why did LeBron make Wiggins leave in the first place? Wasn't it Wiggins? Yeah, yeah, because he wanted Kevin Love. Yeah, fine. I mean, he saved our asses. I'll tell you that much as a Warriors fan. Yeah. Uh, by we could be looking package. at power forward Anthony Bennett for the Warriors right now. Well, no, I don't know. It would be Kevin would Love. Happen, it would be just... Kevin Love. But if eventually the Wizards would have, I mean, the Wizards, the Wolves would have relented and not demanded for Clay Thompson, but then taken the secondary package, which was Draymond Green and Harrison Barnes. Ooh. Um, yeah. That was good. <laughs> I'm very, I'm so pro Harrison Barnes. Yeah, we love Harrison yeah, like Barnes on this podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, man. Sean's kind of mean to him sometimes on this podcast, but yeah. but it's, it's out of love. It's out of love. <laughs> Y'all he brothers. used to he used to go to so much, so many comedy shows when he was on the Warriors. It was like his Instagram was just full of pictures, of like who's going to Bill Burr? <laughs> like that's it. Uh, yeah, he seems like a he seems like a good dude. All right, more news. Enough of this Kyrie bro- bullshit. Oh, wait, no, the second news item is also about Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> so rumored to be in the Kyrie uh, mix are the Miami Heat because they can trade Dragon, ben- not Dragon Bender, Goran Dragic, sorry, the other Dragon. Um, 
the rapper rapper and actor dragon maybe yeah and someone someone asked uh an in an interview with someone called Hip Hop Since 1987, <laughs> uh, Dion Waiters was asked about Kyrie Irving going to Miami. Uh, and Dion Waiters said, There's an alpha male over there already. If you come there, we can boogie together. Which Sean pointed out, why do you think Dion Waiters referred to Miami as there, where he is, instead of here? I mean, I'm surprised he didn't go for a var, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was on the table. Yeah, do you think? Do you think he gave that quote from Philly? Maybe. I mean, I don't know what hip hop since 1987 is. Oh, I'll be yeah. honest. <laughs> hip hop is that the? I feel like he's like a uh, maybe like a well-known A and R, like a. From like back in like Def Jam, like I don't know, just one of these like. Guys I mean, it's all one out. word. So I was like, "Is this a Twitter handle? Is this right, an right, Instagram? Right. I don't know." Uh, if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, I feel like Kanye and Jay Z mentioned him on a few albums. Like he's got a he he got a credit on a okay. couple of their albums. He might be a DJ. Yeah, he might be doing like you know everybody's got their own goddamn content farm. But anyway, if you're Pat Riley. How are you feeling about uh, Dion Waiters saying there's an alpha male here already, Kyrie Irving, and the trade hasn't even happened? I love it. I think Pat <laughs> Riley likes that. Yeah. <laughs> he wants the job. I mean, if if you lock up Dion Waiters to a multi-year deal like Pat Riley just did, like you have bought in pretty hard to the Dion Waiters experience. And I think, you know, I think I have as well. You're in on you're all in on Dion Waiters. I'm in on Waiters, man. I think that team was – they played way above expectations, and I think he was a key role in that. And mm-hmm. I just want to give him a chance to do it again. <laughs> if they come out and they're fucking one in, you know, eight or some dumb shit, maybe I'll say something different <laughs> in November. But Right. <laughs> you know, I just – I have to give him the benefit of the doubt because – he plays some good ball. It's a weird thing where I don't trust him or Hassan Whiteside really, but I kind of love the Heat still. Yeah, they mu- they must just be. I feel like they yeah, they figured it out like in the way that a, a team from a movie would. Yeah, like, they're, they're like nuts. like the Coach Carter team or something. Yeah, yeah major league, major league two. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like that that anytime you hear about like oh all these guys on the the Heat they got into such good physical condition and the story is always like well well, what do they do it's like well they exercise a lot i'm like yeah i think a lot of the teams do it and it's like well they make them take uh pictures in their underwear and then they show them to them it's like oh so fat shaming that's the nice. secret of the miami heat <laughs> good old it's miami just mean body <laughs> shit just like the city itself does to you yeah uh all right Hotter in, City, in other, LA, or Miami. I want to put you on the spot. Wait, quick. say that again? Hotter City, LA, or Miami. Just like per capita hotness. General, anybody, it's just hot prob- people you see. Oh. You know what I mean? I've never been to Miami, actually, so I don't, but I think it's probably Miami. See, yeah, because it's smaller and more hotter in mm-hmm. that smaller space. See, yeah. I'm going to say LA because you said people and the men of Miami all look like thumbs in fedoras <laughs> with 
wearing gooey barra shirts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's a city full of pit bulls. Yeah. Um, yeah. The people, the person, not the dog. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm staying gender fluid here. Like, I'm a straight man, but, yeah. you know, you got to count the men, too. And yeah. those men are not... You know, it's a lot of DJ Khaled's. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> a few, few not that he's not a, he, not yeah. that he's unattractive, but you know, yeah, like just in a general you know, hotness way. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. walk around West Hollywood, you see like dudes who are like models. You don't. Yeah. You're not seeing those guys in Miami as much. Fair well, enough. Yeah. I think you'd, you'd need an age adjustment too, because Miami just skews so much older. Yeah, that's also true. Um. Yeah, and then I feel like the old people in Miami are just straight up old. Yeah. Like all the all the uh hardcore cougars are out here. I think oh, that's for true. sure. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Miami's like yeah, Miami's like you know, the the senior tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're hitting off the shorter tees once you get there. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> um, there you go. Speaking of Miami, Hassan Whiteside, um, snapchatted a series of snapchats where he found a dead parrot in his backyard amazing where does he live oh this is miami weird. in miami uh i'm gonna stop recording real quick so we can watch this series of snapchats and then we'll we'll come back y'all living in miami you come home to, to weird things in your yard look bro who killed this parrot it's a dead parrot in my yard. Oh jeez, y'all see what happened? Who did this? You see anything? Nah. I gotta do some CSI work. We got no blood markings on the wall. So it couldn't have been a head on collision. Nah, I don't see nothing on the wall. No bugs, so he couldn't have been dead long. No wounds of any kind. So not he wasn't attacked by another animal. Sad day for this bird though. Shout out to Rio. We're gonna find your killer, bro. Don't worry about it. I'ma get him. I'ma find your killer. We're back. Uh Jamel, you've watched the Hassan Whiteside Snapchat. Uh what is your opinion of it? Uh, immediate and only opinion, Hassan Whiteside definitely killed that damn parrot. <laughs> Had to. <laughs> killed it for the snaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no other suspects because he's, he's questioning fish. Uh-huh. He questions fish. He questions a statue of a bulldog. Yeah, Nobody. That's... You know? Yeah, they're... <laughs> I was I was taken by his uh, his his mention that he was going to do CSI work mm-hmm. because I I don't know that much about Hassan Whiteside, right. but I think you definitely don't want to shine a bl- uh, like a a uh, black light a black light on the walls of his home. <laughs> like who knows? He's definitely got some cum in high places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my immediate reaction when I watched this was. Does he realize is this a does he realize he lives in Miami and it's a he's making a CSI joke or is that just an accident? Um I think he loves CSI Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's at, been very lonely. Cuz at no point does he go like 
Polly want to murder and then put sunglasses on. Um, the <laughs> hey, <laughs> you thought it'd be too close. Answer, <laughs> answer my question, Fish. Stop being coy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like this case will be a slam dunk. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Hassan Whiteside totally murdered that parrot. Anyway, wow. let's keep going. <laughs> hope the snat treated him well. You know, I hope he got some good numbers. Yeah, got a couple good personal messages off that. It's worth that to kill the only other animal that can talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that parrot saw Hassan Whiteside do something bad. I think. <laughs> 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 It's <laughs> the only one that could talk. Right, right. <laughs> Embezzlement! Embezzlement! Now you're going to sleep with the fishes. Wait, I'll question the fishes. <laughs> All right. Um, Sean, we already kind of mentioned it this weekend. This weekend was a rough weekend news wise. Uh, but on the. Not, I don't want to say on the plus side. It did give the NBA an opportunity to uh, update the standings of the woke off. Well, that's what uh, we've been we've been tracking that closely on Round Ball Rock. Mm. Uh, currently, we I think Steve Kerr was Steve the Kerr. I think is still the wokest. Just a little above Greg Popovich. LeBron is actually close to LeBron. Came yeah. And I gotta say, Stan Van Gundy, though he is not. He hasn't had the same kind of um, consistent woke off value. Maybe had the most woke. He had the moments, most, yeah, where he was just denouncing the Pistons fans for because voting the for state Trump. of Michigan voted for Trump. <laughs> and like he's that. like, I can't even look at these fans sometimes when I think about it. It's like, oh damn. I mean, hey, like, they are the malice at the palace guys. Yeah, they did oh, chuck yeah, the yeah. beer. That's who's in the. That guy's in the cabinet now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the, like the, the, the head of the transportation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so Sean, we have some woke-off updates. You want to walk us through them? Yeah, so uh, Steve Nash joined the woke-off today. Pre- uh, seemed woke, but just did not been... Well, no, he was. He joined the woke-off earlier this summer when he tre- tweeted about trans people, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's always <laughs> been fairly woke you can kind of tell that anybody who puts on a charity soccer game well, like you're almost a communist I would, at that point <laughs> i would actually say that when steve nash made the suns wear the los suns jerseys yeah. uh in the middle of the joe arpaio stuff in the playoffs that is like a uh that is like a great moment in woke off history uh, totally yeah, no, that's he's, a big one he's yeah definitely, he definitely is um I don't think he can be in the Wokeoff Hall of Fame yet because he hasn't been retired long mm-hmm. enough, but he, yeah. he's been putting up numbers for a while. Um, yeah, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, th- today he tweeted to defend white supremacists and then slang his shitty-ass grape juice pretty much sums the man up. Uh, let's, let's talk about the president right there. Uh, yeah, that's that's... A very funny, yeah, I, solid. I mean, LeBron James again. I mentioned him also entered the woke off today with this. He just tweeted as we were starting this episode. Let me pull it up. Um, hate has always existed in America. Yes, we know that, but Donald Trump just made it fashionable again. Statues has nothing to do with us now. 
That Plus. last line is confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just a little pissed about yeah. the statues. I but, think he also wants a statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got well, a little something to do with yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? Is that, is that coded language for saying he's not going to the Lakers, though? <laughs> there are a lot there of statues outside, outside Staples Center. Center. A couple of them, you're like, the Shaq one's really cool, but a yeah. few of them, you're like, that's the Luke yeah. Robitaille. Yeah, I was going to say the, the announcer for the Kings too. Yeah, and like maybe did Oscar De La Hoya do a lot of stuff at the Staples Center? He must have. I mean, he is the Golden Boy. I guess so. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> they gave him a statue for almost beating Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to the woke off. So LeBron James and Steve Nash have entered the fray. Sean, anything you want to say about? Oh yeah. Um, well, I was I was saying that this probably. Uh, does help Steve Kerr's total in the woke up because Nash is a consultant for the Warriors yeah. right now, and uh, <laughs> so he gets like yeah, you know, the, in the team in the team woke up competition. It's like gymnastics. There's an individual component, and then yeah, yeah. Then the team, team numbers are crazy. Yeah. Um, my question is: it in the it at, in uh, Charlottesville this weekend was anyone burning Kevin Durant jerseys? Because that <laughs> seems Somebody, like that's know, like one, a real white thing. Unphotographed yeah. one Durant jersey, got it? <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's like, oh my god, these are he's he's leaving. Like the the things that people at that rally hate the most, uh, obviously black people, of course, but uh, tops leaving <laughs> your hometown, uh, going to a, a coastal <laughs> city, and uh, winning. They hate, like, you're yeah. just supposed to lose all the time and then dwell on mm-hmm. your old losses yeah. all the time. Every year, just like me. Yeah. Just like when I lost my job at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> I, man, fuck, I'm just so glad I didn't go to UVA. That's my first thought. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm from Virginia. And it's like, either you're going to go there. I just never. I well, knew. Well, even when I was 16, I was like, yeah. These guys are some suckers. I actually, I actually felt bad there. for UVA students this weekend because people kept getting confused and saying and that, that was it thing? was a UVA thing. Uh-huh. And like everyone was like, too. no, UVA, those kids are gone. It's the summer. Don't, don't <laughs> drag them into this. I did see a guy in a long sleeve UVA shirt, sock. Oh, sure. There are tons of racists at UVA. No, 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 no. Like, he was like, he was like on our team. Oh, he was on. Yeah, okay. Counter protest. Yeah, 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 tight. Team Good Boys socked the dude. And I wonder if they're going to put that on the brochure. That's got to be next semester. Like, yeah, we got bros socking Nazis. Yeah. But, like, Michael Rappaport's entire rant that people kept retweeting was him, like, making college jokes. Yeah. It was like, no, Michael Rappaport, college <laughs> is not in. I know you, you, it's been a long time since you went to higher learning, but those college <laughs> kids are not. <laughs> yeah, did he do a counter yeah. rant? I know you played, yeah, I know you played a, a college Nazi that yeah. one time, but these aren't the kids. Uh, <laughs> I am waiting for him to live stream a denunciation of his higher learning character. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, zebra head, yes. Higher learning, no. <laughs> That'd be sick. Here's a, a, a question for you guys. Have you guys ever known a man with a foam mullet to ever, like, speak truthfully? Have you ever seen a person? You know what I mean? There's, like, yeah. people who look like Donald Trump in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just like, uh, you remember uh, the senator 
from uh, X Men One, the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you remember when they like kind of made him like gooey? Yeah, when they made him a mutant. Yeah, yeah. And those he type like of guys. jumped through the ocean. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's guys like that in every town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have they ever been like truthful individuals? I don't think so. It's true because when you're lying to yourself that much, it's really hard to to get the truth out to anyone else. You know? Yeah, I don't look like a Gila monster. You have yeah. to wake up and say that in a mirror. <laughs> no one thinks I'm bald. Everyone thinks this is my real hair color. It's like, I mean, my thing is like any old dude who goes like really blonde, you know, <laughs> or like like... Like Strawberry Rick Barry, Rick Barry, Doug Collins. Um, Don't drag poor Doug Collins into this. Doug Collins is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying his. <laughs> when hair they get t- that like orange hair, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like, just like going to the point where you're like, I'm not even gonna pretend this could possibly be natural looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, which Al Michaels briefly did it, briefly, and, then and then somehow then like, got pulled ah, back. We gotta, yeah, just, <laughs> just salt and pepper it out. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> I think it might have been like the cameras got better, and then he saw it and was like, oh, I'm trying too hard. Do I believe in miracles? No, I don't. Regular hair. Here we go. Um, um, All right. Guys. Sean went to the big three this weekend. I we did. didn't let him talk about the big three last you episode. Know, it was for the best. Um, <laughs> you just need a little time with it. We already talked about the big three a little bit, but let's go into it. Big three. Sean, run us through it. Three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. Go big no three. You no time three no, no time limit on this one, Sean. You guys just go. Uh, yeah. I, first off, where are we in the season? How close are we to the playoffs? Uh, the regular season ended. We are hitting the play. The, the semifinals are in Seattle on Sunday. Good place for a final Sunday. is in Vegas in two weeks. Oh yeah. Are you and going to that? I'm not, and it's. Uh, I think it might be super crazy because they scheduled it like six months ago or something. Like they've they've really. The logistics of this have been pretty locked in. Uh, it's at the same place on the same day as the Mayweather McGregor fight. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm hoping they got a bunch of money to move their game up because I think it was going to be in the the evening because it's Vegas, you know, like yeah, yeah. You get they they definitely were working out a deal. I remember ESPN reporting that. They had to pay something yeah. to the big three. So I think I think they, I, I I have a feeling the big three was definitely not losing money this year because I've heard their ratings have been okay. Like they said that they're getting the same ratings as like uh, they said it was almost exactly the same as the Big East tournament last okay. year in the same Makes spot. Sense. It is about as interested as I like. I re- I want to know who wins, uh-huh. but I might not watch. St. John's versus Rutgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to leave that. The ticket sales have been through the roof for the big three, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cheap. They cut the arena. Uh, arena. Did they <laughs> cut the arena down? Like, uh, like, is it? do they use the whole stadium or do they have it kind of blocked off? So it's a half court, but what you end up with is there's a ton of folding chairs in area that would be like court and courtside oh. seats. So there's a lot of... Um, the shape is weird because 
um, you you have people like entering from the regular place you'd enter with like they've got a fog machine and they announce the guys, but because it's only a half court and because there's so many folding chairs, the guys are kind of not that visible to most of the crowd. Like you can see it on the jumbotron, but um, the guys are like not used to the distance you have to like the timing is way off of like <laughs> they'll announce a guy you see him on the jumbotron and then he's got to kind of go around 25 rows of seats to get to the actual <laughs> <Yeah>. court <laughs> excuse me and excuse i felt me. i felt really bad for jason williams who is still very injured from his devastating knee injury he suffered in week one and like came out and waved and then it just took him a really long time to get to the court. His, his <laughs> leg crutches? is jacked up. He's not on crutches. Oh. So, you know, that's good. Um, yeah, but we – so it was – it's it's fourth week um, trilogy, the the uh, Al Harrington, James White team, undefeated, top seed. Uh, the Richard Lewis, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf team – had also clinched the two seed before the game. Oh, yeah. And then um, Steven Jackson's team. Just punching everybody. Yeah, just punching everybody. Steven Jackson's team and the Scalabrini-led ball hogs were both, had both been eliminated already. So it we was, thought Steven Jackson's team was going to win. Well, yeah, but we also thought Chauncey Billups was going to play more than true. two games. That's what killed him. Is yeah, the whole the Cavs stuff. Is that why he didn't play? It was the calf stuff at first. I think he has just like a nagging calf injury or something the like calf that. Stuff. It's yeah. He's and then there was another week he just did. He just wasn't there. So Stephen Jackson is overwhelmingly leading the league in minutes because uh, most of these teams will eventually blow somebody out, but they're like in every game because Stephen Jackson never comes out of the game, but they also never win. So he, he, he played 52 minutes in week seven. Jesus. <laughs> like, that's, that's some Thibodeau tough. stuff. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, so this week they had Charles Oakley. That's why he suited up because he was, he was listed as a player coach. He'd only been coaching, and then he played. And, Joey, you were not. I'm upset by this. Joey and I love <laughs> – Player the coaches. idea of the player coach to me is like my favorite thing in sports. Absolutely. It's so yeah. funny. The <laughs> fact that a guy can be playing in the game and also be thinking about like right, substitutions yeah. and stuff is such a lie. It's amazing. Well, one of my favorite things that used to happen is um, when Pete Rose was a player manager, he'd be playing first base and uh, he'd go out to the mound to conference and stuff. And eventually the umps are like, that's a trip to the mound, dude. Like, <laughs> like you are, you're the manager. Like, you can't, you got to take the guy out. You're second trip to the mound. So there'd be these, occasionally the Reds would have to take out a pitcher prematurely just because Pete Rose would, like, jog over and be like, watch the bun. Or, like, I got, I got 50 Gs right now and you striking this guy out. Like, But so, look, I am all for, I want to make it very clear, I am all for Charles Oakley playing 100%. Yes. But my problem is when he decided to play, he stripped himself of coach and made Chauncey Billups the coach. Yeah, he be, he went he is player slash coach, not player dash coach. Right. Yeah. I want I, like I want player coach. I fuck Chauncey Billups, you can be hurt, you're not the coach. You yeah. just sit there. 
Oak has to coach. <laughs> yeah. You take the clipboard out of Chauncey's hands. Yeah. No. Draw it up, Charles. <laughs> uh, didn't he also punch Al Harrington this week? Yeah. Well, so so he spinning came, back fist. Yeah. So the first, Street Fighter style. The first game, people were like, "Yeah, they were into it." Blah blah blah. It was uh, tri-state the worst team? Yeah, they're shouts they out were, to Mike James. Yeah, Love you, buddy. He played a lot. He was he was solid. Uh, that's Dr. J's team and uh, Alan they, Iverson's team, right? Nah, no, that's, that's Three's company. company. They're yeah. the worst team. Sorry. Uh, the Ball Hogs are the worst team, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which have... was weird because Rick Barry took that draft so seriously. Yeah, he, um... <laughs> he, he made it almost 60% of the way through before picking up his luggage and visibly <laughs> leaving to catch a plane. <laughs> what? There's flights all the time, buddy. Yeah. I do want a white Mamba jersey, though. Yeah, those were cool. And also the Ball Hog, like, that's a cool... It looks like... It's a really funny looking yeah. 80s. Yeah. It's a dream. funny team name, funny logo. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um so the first game whatever. The second game people got very excited just because both teams were it was the undefeated trilogy mm-hmm. versus Steven Jackson's team and like uh trilogy just kicked ass in the first half and they brought in Oakley and he kind of didn't do anything at first. But people were very excited, and like every time he touched the ball, it was like he was a uh, like an autistic walk on. <laughs> yeah. We were just like, ah, shoot at Oakley. And then in the second half, um, Brian Cook, former Laker, just went crazy and scored the first thirteen points of the second half, like hitting threes, Damn. just unstoppable, okay. and like tied up the game. But then they substituted Oakley for him. And Oakley, like, I can't tell if he was I, – I don't know what was happening. He's, he's, he's 54 old? years 54 old. years old? He's 54 years old. And still seems very strong. Was he hungover? No. Okay, so. so he was not out with Michael Jordan last night. I mean, he could have been, but they didn't, <laughs> they didn't play until, like – their game didn't start until, like, 3 o'clock. So okay. he's probably – but he just started – when he came in the second time, he just started, like – throwing guys around like like he would commit two or three fouls on every play uh there was a point he almost fought james flight white and there's a certain it's it was just a weird dichotomy was james flight white scared he should have been he was not that scared because he's 20 years younger still an old man with nothing to lose well that's that's like what it is and so everyone like charles bronson yeah. yeah and then and then like two minutes later he and al harrington are jostling for position on an inbounds play which is just weird in three-on-three basketball Mm -hmm. anyway like you're 18 (laughs) feet from the basket right now and you're 54 uh and he (laughs) just backhanded al harrington to the ground Mm. and got a flagrant foul um was that the first big three flagrant steven jackson has received at least one (laughs) uh it was kind of it was kind of bullshit because he just he like just wrapped up Catino Mobley. Sure. And then, like, you know, that thing when you, like, wrap a guy around, you kind of spin around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then Catino Mobley either flopped really hard or just is old and lost his balance. Mm-hmm. Might be old. Yeah. And that actually cost them a whole game because he got two two-point free throws. So here's my question <laughs> Sorry, for this you, Sorry, a lot of – yeah, yeah. Was Charles Oakley in this game basically – the basketball equivalent of uh, Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Oh, totally. totally. <laughs> because except 
<laughs> Except Clint Eastwood could shoot in that movie. And Oakley Oakley looked like he was throwing a medicine ball. Like, not even close. And so, the thing is, after he hit Al Harrington, two of the three guys on the court were just like, man, fuck Charles Oakley. And then, um, I think the very first play after that, they gave it to Oak and everyone got excited. And... They they just like really guarded him closely, and he threw up a shot that didn't hit the rim, and Harrington just grabbed it and dunked it immediately. <laughs> and then it was just like every time he got the ball, they were like, "We are going to steal the ball. We are yeah. going to blow past you." And it was like a twelve zero run that was all just like, mm. "Look, we were all having fun, yeah, and then you started hitting them. us all the time." <laughs> and then Al Harrington had him ejected from the arena. Yeah, yeah, and- he's, he's gone forever. <laughs> He can't go back to Staples. <laughs> yeah, he lifetime banned. He got banned uh, from Staples. He can't walk into a Staples mega store. Uh, the other thing that was great was that Iverson did not play. Uh, oh, what? Yeah, he was wearing like six necklaces. Like Tight. it was to the Hell point yeah. where you looked at him and you're like, "Oh, this is why they made the dress code." Like, because this <laughs> is where it was going, and he was wearing like these white billowing shorts. And they were the biggest shorts I'd ever seen on somebody that wasn't <laughs> he had the uh, movie shorts. director Kevin Smith. Like, it was that. They were denim. But you watch them, and you're like, because Alan Iverson is not even six feet tall. Like, he's clearly not yeah, a big five, guy. Yeah, 5'9", 5'10". Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still, still like a – he's not fat or anything. He's still like a very – A thin – Yeah, he's a, he's a small dude, but his clothes are like just gigantic. And God, just a 90s guy. Yeah, stuck yeah, in totally. Yeah, totally. I don't know why, but for some reason, like pants wouldn't have been as weird looking. Of course not. <laughs> he's wearing. He's probably wearing size forty four shorts. Yeah, linen with a twenty six inch waist. Thirty one length. Yeah, right. Shorts. <laughs> it was just amazing because he he was coaching a lot, and then he'd wander and they'd show him on the jumbotron. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, I must have just seen like. Like, like, hallucinated, like, a, a, the sail of a ship <laughs> passing. And I was like, no, these are his pants. <laughs> I like the idea of, you know, AI going no call, no show, and then Ice Cube has to, like, show up to his house yeah. and be yeah. like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The check just cleared. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I do think they timed their halftime entertainment room because Snoop performed at halftime of the second game. Mm-hmm. Did some big three like lyrics for the mm-hmm. next episode? There, yeah, there's four, and Snoop did like the first verse of the next episode and kept throwing in big three references. Oh no, big yeah. three, y'all! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> back the big three, baby. Yeah, la de da da da. It's the holy shit. <laughs> big three. All right. Uh, and then, yeah. And then, <laughs> the, sorry, the other big thing that happened was... When Sean starts rapping, yeah, we move much. on. You're right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Uh, but LeVar... We'll LeVar, star wipe yeah. that. We'll star uh, wipe that off. You want to do our ad read, Sean? Yeah, let me do the ad read right now. Take a break. Let's keep the lights on. Let's get paid money. Yeah, let's money. get paid money. All right. Okay, so we have a new sponsor this week. It's a sandwich shop, and it's Wizards themed, Jamel. It's, it's called Bradley's BLTs. Oh, this is so promising. Look... The sandwiches aren't good yet, but the ingredients are really young and fresh. Now, these sandwiches are expensive, very, very expensive, but they're going to be so good in a year or two. Now, 
You do have to eat them alone. Uh, they do not get along with a lot of other foods, specifically wall burgers. You cannot yeah, have those two. Near, just, yeah. You can't even have them in your same house. Uh, and the shop is often closed for four to six weeks at a time because uh, of just nagging problems with the <laughs> mechanics. Hey, sandwich dropped 50 this year, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, but you have to. You also have to make sure you bring cash because that is all counterman. Marcin Gortat will accept, and he will Polish hammer you into the ground if you try to use a debit card. Uh, <laughs> if you mention Round Ball Rock, they'll throw in a Jan Mahinmi. That's not a sandwich. You can assume the last three years of his deal. Bradley's BLTs, one of the best sandwiches in the Eastern Conference by default. <laughs> hey. Oh, thank uh, you, Brad. Bradley's BLTs. I'm going to step through. They're they're. They're good now. Um, they're good now. They should be better in the future. But I don't know. I would watch out for Giannis's Euros. Um, <laughs> <and> that, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's talk with uh, Jamel about the Wizards a little yeah, bit. Let's do we? it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so this offseason, Jamel, they signed John Wall to a Supermax, which is not a floating prison in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> a plastic jail cell. Yeah. It's, not a plastic jail. <laughs> it's, it's actually a contract that he's locked up till the summer of 2023, uh. assuming America still exists. Yeah, that, he's yeah. going to be a that, wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Have to have a ca- we should have a caveat on all future signings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they matched Otto Porter's three plus one max deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they have their big four locked up uh, for the least, for at least three years. Their big four of yeah, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, and Jan Mahimni. That's the- uh, <laughs> <laughs> should have just said Ted Leonsis. <laughs> you could have said anybody else involved with the team. Hey, I'm just saying they've got Jan Mahimni for the next three years. Oh, um, they do. <laughs> Fuck. Um. They added Tim Frazier, Mike Scott, and right. Jody Meeks. I don't have a two out of three of those moves. I yeah. feel uh, good They about. lost my man, Bojan. Yeah, Bogues, man. He was... No, uh, it's Bojan because Bogues... There's Bogdan. Uh, yeah, yeah. He plays oh, yeah, for the yeah, Kings. Oh, yeah, 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 he's yeah, the highest the, paid rookie yeah. ever for the Kings. Um, yeah, man, that was... He was good, but just not enough sauce. Yeah, the and they lost Brandon Jennings, who did not have an Achilles anymore. Lost so it makes sense. Is a strong word. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say he was he was like amazing in his ability to bait other people into technical fouls and no other part of basketball. Last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I, that was that was a big disappointment. I felt we never needed to make that move. Off I top. Loved, that was my I least favorite move him, of the though. year. I mean, I like him too, but. Trey Burke was doing the same thing. Yeah. Basically. I mean, the Jennings was, yeah, yeah. Jennings was a little bit better passer, but Coming off an we Achilles wanted him to injury. score. And Trey yeah. Burke was scoring fine. Yeah. How are you feeling about this offseason, though? I mean, we had, to, we had to keep Porter. I wish we had, you know, thought of this sooner. You, mm-hmm. know? you know, we waited until we had to give him all the damn money. Yeah. If we had paid him that year when he was wearing the fucking goggles. Yeah. Yeah. You know? When in NBA less. 2K, he was wearing like Warby Parker glasses for yeah, some reason. Yeah, dog. We could have had him. <laughs> so we we could have had. Him. I don't know why in NBA 2K they had him in like fancy 
fra- glass frames. Like he looked like he, uh, like the talented Mr. Ripley or something. But <laughs> yeah, man, we could have had him on some Jay Crowder money, you know? Yeah, some crazy maybe sixty mil for fucking until he dies or something. Right, right, right. You know what I mean, one of those give him deals. one of those Bonilla deals. I mean, <laughs> on the plus side with Otto Porter, uh, having to pay him this much money turned out to be a good thing because after his rookie year, he looked like he was going to be a zero. A I mean, Jan Mahinmi, if you will. I mean, bro, he had to, <laughs> he sat the bench behind a lot of dudes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce was there and... Uh, was Rashard Lewis there at the same I time? I think he was his rookie year. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's on the bench behind him, then them, and then uh, was there another move they made after that? Uh, they had – somebody was blocking him, but I can't remember who right now. Um, Martel Webster was there. Yeah, yeah, he was I mean, the shooter. Yeah, Nick Young. That? Nick Young was there. Oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I think he'll play into it. I think he played well last year. I think, it, you know, Veal, same effect. I love the sandwich place, but, you know, when he got signed, we signed him for 124, everybody was like, this is ridiculous. And he kind of had an all-star year. He was right on the fringe mm-hmm. of an all-star year. Played most of the season. I only want half of the season. I wish he was I only want better. the second half of the season from Beal. I think he's great. I don't. I just think because of how he looks and he plays, the, the worst thing about Beal is kind of his attitude on the court sometimes. Yeah. But he's a great player, dog. Yeah. He's great. I, he's also a guy, though. Just who, the way for he me, looks is exactly. his worst. That's, that's it. That's the thing, though. But that's, he's hooping. No, Underneath but that's his the, soggy face. My thing with him, though, is that's the other thing is, like, people think he's a way better shooter than he is because his jump shot looks so good. He knows he's not that good of a shooter. I know. He doesn't shoot it. But Everybody's like, like, shoot it. But in people's minds, people great. think he's like as good of a shooter as like Clay Thompson, and it's like, nah. Like his jump shot looks like Ray Allen's, but it does not go in like Ray I Allen's. I mean, dog, he also is what? What is he like? Seventeen? Yeah. yeah. He and he and Porter are both really young. The thing that the thing that convinced me about the Wizards is that five man starting lineup would torch teams, and that and like the 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 height they could get to. They were they were going on like twenty two to nothing runs against yeah. the Celtics, and then their bench would come in and give up yeah. the entire yeah. thing. But just like that, that just sold me on those dudes. Where well, like, John Wall is like so good. Like John Wall is weirdly still underrated, in my opinion. The jumpers coming like, around. I would take when John Wall hurt. over Kyrie Irving easily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. More, a more, little more defense, you know. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, yeah. Look, he, but he can do anything. Like way more, pa- way more passing. That's part of my Bradley Beal problem. Is like, get along with John Wall, bro. I think like, he does, man. <laughs> I think they figured it out, man. I think it's like, I think they see what's going on. You know, once Hopefully. Durant went to the Warriors, it's like, yep. What else are we gonna do, man? Yeah, like yeah. this is us. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> I don't like anybody in the league. You know what I mean? We're gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna make friends with any of these yeah. fools. I might as well just stay. Well, wonder, John Wall did openly try and trade Otto Porter for Paul George. Which is like, I mean, season. he's like, you know, he's definitely, uh, he'll say, you know, what he wants to say. I disagreed with him saying it. I disagreed with the thought that it would make that much of a difference. I don't know. Our need is at the five and on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Gortat the is, the team is I mean, Gortat is good, but old. 
Yeah, he's, had, just, he's just a little over the hill. He yeah. just lost a little bit of a little bit of the vert because there's passes that he was dunking on people two years mm-hmm. ago that he's not putting down. Yeah. And John's putting it in the same place, and you'd see him be like, "Dog, you got to dunk that." Yeah. And it's like Marchand's like, "You think I don't want to fucking dunk this? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm not trying to dunk this?" <laughs> it's like I just, I just, if I'd had more protein in my diet when I was a teenager in Poland. I'd still yeah, yeah. have more cartilage in my knees. Yeah. But yeah, just Yeah, man. But I, I ruined it kicking stomping on people. Yeah. Uh anyway. <laughs> uh, uh yeah, they, they had the worst bench I've ever seen last year yeah, on a no, good so on like a really good team. Yeah. Well and Tim Frazier's awesome, so yeah. I love Tim Frazier. I think that's a great move. He's I think he's that, like five nine, but he's really good. Um This sounds this sounds crazy. But I actually think they could use like ten minutes of Richard Lewis next year. Because <laughs> I think I think he had a bad back for the last couple of years. But just you can't expect very much from him. But just that spot up shooting. Yeah, because they don't, you know, they don't really have a backup four anyway, and he can just shoot threes and like not embarrass himself and make defensive rotations. Like it's there's not that many teams where I'd be like that really works, but. The Wizards just need like a body to Something. be the ninth man or yeah. the tenth man, and well, isn't that the Jody Meeks idea? Yeah, Which, yeah, no, I mean, I mean yeah, he's, no, that's he's, he's Bradley Beal's backup um, now. Hopefully, if he stays healthy. Um, but I think Ubre is pretty good too. I love, I like Ubre. He's their four. Weirdly, they play him as the bench four. That we need, we just need that to step up you know we yeah. need Ubre to kind of he made some strides in the playoffs I didn't like that Scott Brooks didn't play him in game seven mm-hmm. you know what I mean right we needed anything and he was trying to pull like a glory road move yeah but it's like just play your guys which is like I get it but it's yeah. like you're thinking too hard you gotta just let some dudes rest yeah well yeah, I mean, you, must you, have been you... nice to have a guy thinking instead of Randy Whitman um <laughs> but yeah I, I used to think about that with who didn't know which side that clipboard was it's the greatest <laughs> the greatest gif in NBA history uh there was, um there was uh that that we believe Warriors team was also super shallow in the same way and it just drove me crazy the same reason uh you know They've got Stephen Jackson and Baron Davis are like limping down the court in the fourth <laughs> quarter because they can't sit out. Meanwhile, you've got 21-year-old Monte Ellis Just, who made a couple of mistakes, but it's like, dude, you got to play somebody. Yeah, well, man. Forget honestly, that fucking trust shit. Honestly, this is there. weird, but who they should have played in that series was Kaleno Azubuki, and I'll go to my grave thinking that. Yeah. Um, but like, but you gotta, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just weird that sometimes in the playoffs these guys are like, what are you you they coaching get, like a mid season high school game right now? Yeah, that little the the point to prove type thing, man. Yeah. A little, little too much. <laughs> Only, uh. And I think it's because Phil Jackson would do stuff like that, and guys were like, "He is a genius. He brought in, he benched all those starters. Stacey King played him for three minutes. Like he had the luxury of doing that because he had Michael Jordan, who could just come back into the game at any point. Like." Yeah. Yeah, you can't really do that when you're like, "All right, we got to hold these guys out." But soon, Markeith Morris is going to be back in the game. Yeah, he would. Um, he would start games great, Markeith. Yeah, 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 and kind of fade out a little bit. That was definitely a thing. I think well, that's just, just back a, to the bench. I yeah. just think that's a Morris twin thing, though. <laughs> uh, 
you know, they they get lost thinking about each other yeah. as the game goes yeah, along. They are connected. And, yeah, and then <laughs> they, are fully they, they start playing hopscotch in the shared mind space that they have while <laughs> their like, body yeah. runs they around. They have Ethernet cables. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, imagine, like, Marcus sometimes takes a nap, and that ruins <laughs> Markeef's concentration because he's like, I'm thinking about the game, but my twin's having this crazy dream. <laughs> yeah. In the- uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining it in Marquise's voice. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> they keep having it. Uh, Marcus sleep or shit? Yeah. Suck, man. Oh. Fuck. They start <laughs> talking the, the Nell language. They speak that Nell language. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, here's I mean, my question. Generally, I feel, I do my own state of the union, I just feel that, like, we're still right there. Yeah, how yeah. many if wins? The bench do you think, does anything. How many wins do you think this season? Forty nine and a half. I think they're a fifty win team. I'm gonna say forty nine. The East is point five. Fucking yeah. trash. I think they. Yeah. I think they're gonna win like fifty two. You're games. right. I mean, I forgot. It is super unbalanced, but our division might be the most stable. Sure. I don't yeah. know. I feel like Miami is Miami's gonna be good. good. I feel like Charlotte. Charlotte's way better. Yeah, they did a good thing. That's so weird that I'm like, oh, they brought in Dwight Howard, and that's but good. Then you look at the team, and I'm like, I feel like he still feel like he makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like he just get, to me, he just kind of keeps going to the wrong teams a little bit. Like I get that. Like I just feel like he should have been on the Bucks for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like like being weird, the king of Milwaukee. Like they yeah. just signed Perfect. him instead of Greg Monroe. Yeah, it's um, a better team for sure. But yeah, so like they're they're legit comp, and you know Boston's Boston, Cleveland, and fucking what the fuck. I just think there's only four actual good teams in the East. Um, I mean, you give nothing to Milwaukee. Will no, you, I'm Milwaukee is, is the fourth to no, me. Okay, okay. So and it, no, no love for Miami or Toronto. Uh, yeah, uh, Toronto's. See, no, I I have Toronto around. over. Uh, Charlotte. Who were who are your legit four teams? Cleveland. Oh. Washington. Uh-huh. Toronto. Uh-huh. Boston. Uh-huh. Okay. Those are my legit four teams. And then it might be five depending on what Giannis does. Like they go as far as Giannis goes. And then the tier below them is like Miami. Yeah, Charlotte and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, Miami, Charlotte, those like Teams that are but like whatever. Teams that that'll give us runs in regular season games. Yeah, but they're you know also I mean? they're also they could win thirty games. They could win forty five. Like it just the East is so bad to me. Like this is a more focused team. It, it just at least in my mind. You know, I'm not around a camp or anything, but it just seems like they're definitely they they have sights on an East final. And uh, they're not going to let like the the squabbles. I know, really have this feeling that the eight seed, the seven and eight seeds in the East this year are maybe going to be below five hundred teams. I mean, same in the Both West, bro. The shit is all unbalanced now. Just bottom halves. Didn't the West have uh, sub five hundred? Weren't wasn't the eight seed? Maybe. No, um, the. It was the Blazers. The Blazers, and they were they because they like basically won out. The oh, last, and then they got yeah. it right at five hundred something like that. They yeah, were like they won like forty five, I think. The thing that that might I think 
what's what's been happening is teams that give up have been given up so hard. It's <laughs> it's elevating those seven and eights now. Yeah, I read Jared Dubin said something really. He wrote a really interesting article this week about how this season is actually going to be impossible to tank because so many there are so many teams that are just really really bad i uh, think it's gonna make some some pelicans games real interesting you know what i mean oh yeah the bottom is gonna be fun they're I, like the they're pel- like shooting the moon basically <laughs> yeah. where it's like look like we're either gonna run the table or completely clean house yeah we're fine either i mean way, we're yeah. fine with yeah both. like 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 basically, like we make the playoffs or we trade Anthony Davis and get relocated. Yeah, <laughs> the eighth seed. You're playing in, for your house. The eighth seed in the West is going to be insane this year because, like, take the Nuggets. Right, the Nuggets added Paul Millsap, and I'm not sure that even makes them the eight in the West. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a weird. This is going to be a weird season. I'm excited, but let's talk about. Some wizards of old. Mm. Uh, which former Golden State Warrior core member is your favorite Washington wizard of all time? <laughs> <laughs> is it Antoine Jameson? Is it Larry Hughes? Is it Gilbert Arenas? Because you know is it what? Mitch Richmond. Is it Mitch it's Richmond? Sean Livingston. <laughs> God damn if we didn't need Sean Livingston last year. Because I've got to tell you, as a Warrior fan, there was, in the early to mid-2000s, there was nothing more frustrating than <laughs> watching a team of guys that I watched win 30 games make the playoffs every year. <laughs> well, you know what I'll say, man? I'm glad it went the other way for once. Yeah. Because yeah. I've grown up with... Just just lost prospects, okay? So, yeah. welcome to my world, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, just watching Chris, Chris Webber, Webber leave, left. that's period. Even, that's even it. Rod Strickland leaving sucks. Yeah. Oh, so bad, man. <laughs> yeah. When he was like all that shit. I mean, I um, I miss Karan Butler the most, I'd have to say. Yeah. Tough Juice is the guy. I love Karan Butler. He did he play for the He never played for the He's like the only no. wizard who didn't he play for the Warriors. He was the only the wizard who didn't play for the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. could have happened at the end. He just ended up on the Kings at the very end. That's <laughs> for the Warriors. Maybe I should make one of those like uh, jerseys Nelly used to wear where it's like half and half. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could do like four different half and half yeah. jerseys. Yeah. Because I could do a Weber. Yeah, you could oh, do a Weber. Yeah. You could do a Mitch Richmond. You could do a Larry Hughes. You could do a <laughs> Antoine Jameson. You could do a Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Are, is, is there any other two organizations so tied together over the years? There's a lot of weird uh, Mavericks sons trades and guys that have like gone back and forth. Yeah, but what is that? Are the GMs just friends? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. is this like, how that goes? It's yeah. a weird like. I mean, Phoenix just makes a million trades because you can look at like you know, like how is Goran Dragic on the Suns like twice? Yeah, and the Rockets <laughs> and. <laughs> And like you'll look at you'll look at Michael Finley goes back and forth. Jason Kidd's played for all three of those Steve teams. Nash, yeah, um, yeah, like they own Waterburgers. Well, the frustrating, the frustrating part about the Warriors Wizards one is the Wizards just kept signing the Warriors guys as free agents, yeah. and it would be like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Somehow, you guys got the last laugh though. Yeah, 
You got yeah. The, oh no, no. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like you I'm not complaining. I just, you know, it's easy to transport myself back to that time. But you where, the, in the, you know, in the basketball Bible, you, you know, you were tested by the yeah, Lord. Mm-hmm. It's true. And you were yeah. rewarded. Yeah. I think Gilbert Arenas leaving was like the worst. It was thing. A for, real kick in the. It gut. was just. It, he was so much fun, and he was like the, right the, the first pick of the second round. So it was like. This gem they found, and then picking him in the sun. And it was just one of those deals where immediately after it happened, the NBA passed a rule that was like, that was unfair. It'll <laughs> yeah. never happen it's again. It's called the Arenas rule. You can go over the salary cap to sign a second round pick because it happened to Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, and a guy. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> they live in the right the worst hey, Sometimes these are good. <laughs> Chill. It's like a star gets picked there about every five to seven years <laughs> in that range. It's like Michael Red, Gilbert Arenas, and Draymond Green. That's pretty yeah. much it. Monte Ellis. Oh, um, hey. yeah. <laughs> Which, luckily, that rule then did help them with Monte Ellis, but then he drove that scooter across his ankle. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite actual wizard of all time? Like wizard player? Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite wizard of all time? Favorite wizard of all time? I mean, very hard not to say John Wall. Uh, no, I think that's fair. That is the best. Yeah. I mean, Antoine Jameson does have a soft spot. You know, honorable mentions to him. Motherfucking Tom Gugliotta. Nope, that's another uh, half warrior, half wizard you could wear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Big ups to the Googs. And um, Tracy Murray. That's a big Tracy mm-hmm. Murray. Oh, guy you know, I want a shooter. <laughs> Who's your favorite wizard of all time? Like magical, magical? wizard. Yeah. I mean, hmm. Can I do video game wizards? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. That doesn't make it easier. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I, I'll I'll go first. Mine's yeah. the pinball, pinball wizard. Oh, the, yeah. the blind, deaf and yeah, the deaf, deaf, blind, dumb and blind kid who's real good at uh, pinball. Yeah, yeah, from the Who. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, who's yours? Well, uh, I right. think it's I think it's Gandalf. Yeah. Although I, the one I like to talk about the most is Radagast. <laughs> uh, he's like he's the hangs brown out wizard. Bird, talks the to brown birds. wizards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I was they, just gonna say, which one's the black one in Harry Potter? Because that'll be me. Oh, oh, uh, what's his name? Kingsley Shacklebolt, is that his that name? That sounds right. Sure. Yeah, I'll get down with that. He ends up being like the president of yeah. ma- magic or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sirius uh, Black is also a very good wizard. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does Doctor Strange get any? Doctor Strange is a, he's bug- a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer, not a wizard. Yeah, he's the sorcerer supreme. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, who are other good wizards? Um, Ozzy, Ozzy, uh... Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. The wizard. Ooh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The Wizard um, of Oz. The uh, Wizard of Waverly Place is a big one. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's number Just, four. Uh, the Wiz, because nothing beats them. Yeah. yeah. The Wiz is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Good wizards. Good wizards. Good <laughs> naming wizards, time, guys. There's a spot, the Arlington Draft House. It's like this like cheap movie theater that does comedy. And I saw a couple leaving a show in matching wizards cloaks like they look like custom like Ooh. black full length with like sewn on like stars and mm-hmm. moons and shit and i was like damn you know this it was like the first this could be us yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put you playing, you know, like, 
That's where it came from. And I and I also and then it gave me this idea. What if the Wizards, instead of towels on the bench, they had cloaks? Yeah, came out that, that would be really cool. Great. That would yeah. be really great. Yeah. Hang them on the back. You come out of the game, Although, throw a cloak on. I've got to be honest. You're going to wrap your whole fucking body in towels anyway. <laughs> I feel like they can't do that unless they get ja- JaVale McGee back. That's like a real JaVale oh. McGee Wizards yeah. era. He would have yeah. He would have demanded that. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when re-signing like, uh, <laughs> McGee demands I was, little, <laughs> little barrettes for his rat tails yeah anyway I was watching a couple of the old uh, videos when JaVale and Nick Young had a web series mm-hmm. cinnamon enter- challenge they're really entertaining yeah honestly. yeah honestly I they might go back so and check them out there's one where watch they're both like freestyling at a Benihana <laughs> and it's like real fun and JaVale JaVale is like does not have amazing flow, but he's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then some guy at an adjoining table is like, "Hey guys, you guys are." Oh, it's during the lockout too. And the guy tries to make some joke about a lockout. Yeah. And then Richard, uh, then Javale starts just doing this Malcolm X thing where he's <laughs> like, just, just like telling me. It's <laughs> just very, very funny. I'm not going to do you. again. Just like I, solid we, we also have to cut the podcast anytime I do an impression of Malcolm X. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's an impression of someone else's impression, yeah, 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 I get it, yeah, yeah. yeah it. All right, uh, Sean, is there anything you want to ask Jamel before we get to our final game? Uh, well, I, I had, I wanted to say, just pitch some alternative names for the Wizards. Okay. Okay. Because not everybody loves the switch from bullets. Yeah, we let a kid this. pick the name. Yeah, that's not. It's, it's yeah, a fucking child. It also yeah. like, like a newspaper contest. Yeah. And it like predated Harry Potter, so they they couldn't even like yeah, they weren't even capitalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, not like the Raptors in Jurassic Park, where at the same right when Jurassic Park is happening, like, Raptors ooh, we're gonna are be Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, these are some alternative names: the DC Cabs. Tight, yeah. big up size T. Yeah, uh, the Washington Mr. T. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's Mr. T's fault. Both of you. Yeah, both T's. Thank yeah. you. Respect. Big ups to all the T's. Uh, <laughs> the the Washington Carvers. Just a tribute to uh, George, and like, then it's a tribute to George, but the logo is, is a uh, it, no, is I was going to say a prime rib carving station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> straight up carving station. Yeah. And it, like it's good for the headline writers too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, the Washington Swamp Dragons. That was a name the New Jersey Nets were going to switch to, and I think it works. Like we're a little more swampy down there too. Yeah, and then like yeah, yeah. drain the swamp. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so last year they were they were Death Row DC. I think they could find something more evil and hateable. Okay, the Washington Congressman. Oh man, that is pretty hateable. That's mm-hmm. like it just gives you a chill to know they're they're coming to your town. Yeah, and then the logo is just like a white guy in a suit trying to act like he's not ripped off cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another Trump-related name: uh, the Washington Big Fat Pieces of Shit. There you go. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's not good for the team, but just, but yeah. And then the, the other name I had was the the Washington Myar. That's the the race that Gandalf and Saruman are in. Uh, oh, so, in yeah, so it's yeah. nerd shit. Yeah, nerd double shit, down. Yeah, yeah Washington okay. nerd shit. Yeah, that's, nerd like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name for you. Have a Washington nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we were the Sea Dogs. That was the other name. The Sea Dogs. The Sea Dogs was in awesome. the ru- it was in the running with Wizards. Mm. I love that's the Washington Sea Dogs. Sea Dogs, it's amazing. Uh, oh, the other plus thing I you w- could have C- the action. 
Sea Dog be your Who's Sea Dog? I don't know. I made him up. Oh, some <laughs> guy. He's C-Dog? just some guy. Like a guy that like He's hangs like out outside of him? Ben's Chili Bowl or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's like, true. He was the guy. Yeah, you could see a Sea Dog over yeah, here. Like, <laughs> yeah. He got kicked out of Cypress Hill like right before they hit. <laughs> He's like a guy with an unlit cigarette in his ear. Sea dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we asked this to a lot of people. What is your hottest NBA take? Current? Yeah. Or all time. Either one. Just like. Mine is that I think the jump ball should be banned. Ooh. Damn. That is a good one. I think. I, jump ball. I would love to go back to the college jump ball. Make them switch, make it a little more random. Yeah. I don't have a hotter take than that. <laughs> My current hottest take is that uh, Boston's going to fall on their face. Ooh, that is a good hot take. They get they, yeah. too many I assets. agree with you. They, they got a little too much. Well, and too many they, guys who play the same position. Too. Yeah, it's they like. Can't be benched. You know what's really good? Cantaloupes. But if you've got eight perfect cantaloupes. You got no bags to put them in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're going to walk out of the store with eight cantaloupes. Yeah. A couple of them cantaloupes going to fall to the goddamn ground. And I don't know who's it going to be, but I just got them fucking it up. I Mark feel- is smart. I- That's the cantaloupe <laughs> that is going to shatter on the ground. I think uh, Jake Crowder will be very upset for a lot of the season. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. They gave him Jason. <laughs> they gave Jason Tatum his house. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, Jason, you want a car? And they just took Jay Crowder's keys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, it's time for our game. We play this with everyone. Every every episode. Uh, Last episode, the poll is still up because uh, the episode only aired yesterday. But uh, so we still have some. You can still vote on that one. You want to give them the choices? Uh, We'll we'll announce the winners of both polls on Thursday. How about that? Oh, oh, great. great, great uh, we'll okay. have both polls up. Um, but so last week, Jamel, we played a game called what is Sam Hinkie doing right now? Mm-hmm. And then we post the poll on Twitter and let our fans decide what Sam Hinkie's doing right now. The options are, is he counting to throwing toothpicks in the air and counting them like rain man <laughs> eating his own fingernails yeah. or taking over for Lorne Michaels at SNL. Uh, all great options. We'll like announce on one. Thursday. Give yeah. the senor a little more work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Work them impressions, man. Uh, you could do some time, some period pieces with that. But anyway. Yeah, they, they, they really are. She's a treasure. <laughs> We've tailored a question for you specifically. Uh, you're the host of the other Los Angeles NBA comedy pod. Indeed. Uh, Air Buds. We've had a lot of the same guests. So our question We're for you. We're running the same circles. Mm-hmm. What is Air Bud doing right now? Air the Bud, dog. The, the do- famous yeah. dog basketball player. You know what Air Bud's doing right now? Air Bud is like ducking questions from like dog reporters. <laughs> About like, oh, how come, how come you allow your your Air Bud gear to be made in sweatshops overseas? <laughs> you got dogs killing each other over these little sweaters you made. And then Air Bud's just like, hey, Republicans buy 
dog sweaters too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what do you think Airbud is doing right uh, now? I think he is just just frantically training because they've they've run through a lot of sports in the movies mm-hmm. so far. Airbud is like at one of those uh, Florida like high performance athlete things, <laughs> desperately Jumping learning. Boxes? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like learning to play high ally. Because like that's man, the only sport left. Like my man, Trey Burke. Mm-hmm. I follow Trey Burke yeah. on Instagram. And yeah, I just seen him in one of those facilities. Yeah. Doing, working on his vert. Okay. Doing a lot of one foot jumps on big ass cubes. Yeah. And I think it's maybe called like Airbud high as fuck. <laughs> um, so as we all know, uh, Airbud did play football, correct? He was a golden receiver. Yes. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I think Airbud is, is currently struggling with CTE. Oh um, no! <laughs> Couple years, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bo knows brain he's damage. Currently, yeah, yeah. Airbud is currently he's struggling with uh, remembering the name of his wife. All right, so. <laughs> 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 um, and then he goes to the pension committee and they're like nothing in the rules says a dog is entitled to a share of this settlement <laughs> Airbud just pulling his pants down in a, a bar bathroom yeah. alright um, <laughs> what are you doing he, I thought she said I didn't oh, even God. Oh, I didn't, oh. Airbud where's Billy you're not his pet anymore <laughs> they're like oh your brain is only 48 years old but it's the <laughs> It's two three hundred and twenty six <laughs> years. Ah, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> all right, oh uh, man! Any- By the way, it was a very bad move for them to do that. That did you see the Oscar bait one they made? No, no. Eighty four dog years a slave. Like that's <laughs> Jeez, so that inappropriate. Is- like what the hell? Oh man. All Directed right. by Mel Gibson of all people. <laughs> I don't know how they got him to do it. But yeah, he just hey, he needs work. Like he's <laughs> got to keep his SAG insurance. He's got to renew all the time. <laughs> so that's been our show. I am Jamel. Anything you want to plug? Oh uh, well, you know, Airbuds is out there. We're hanging and banging. Definitely, if you only have space for one, stay here. But if oh, you got space in your heart, nice. if you got space <laughs> in your heart for two, uh, basketball lifestyle pods. Yeah. Come on down to Airbuds as well. We put some shits up at random. You guys are a little more uh, uh, crisp. You know what I mean? We're like <laughs> we're like some young uh, prospects. I feel like we're the Nick Young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you guys got a little more Antoine Jameson. <laughs> That's true. You know well, I mean? we are we are garbage men who only we can only <laughs> shoot from 12 feet away. But y'all got I, that ill floater, man. <laughs> the floater is unstoppable. Other than that, uh, broccolihouse.com and broccolihouse on Instagram. Okay. That's just me. Uh, oh, Sean. oh, also, uh, is On Deck this Saturday? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Deck, August 19th. Yeah, uh, you host PM. On Deck with uh, our fav- one of our favorite guests, Mike Malloy. Oh, my goodness, man. And I- one of our favorite people, Courtney Carwall. Oh, yeah. 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 The squad. Uh, Shouts to CK. Our uh, big three team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this Saturday. It's a, it's a baseball. It's comedy x baseball because uh, I love all sports. And yeah, it'll be tight. It's BYOB. Uh, it's at Meltdown. It's at Meltdown. It's a nerd melt at Meltdown Comics, uh, adjacent to the Nerdist School, uh, <laughs> down the street mm. from a liquor store, unrelated they to the Nerdist. They pay you in points. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
<laughs> they pay me in uh, baller bands. Yeah. yeah I mean. <laughs> and actually, what's great is that after the show, Chris Hardwick is going to ca- uh, have a talking deck. Yeah. Afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a show where he talks yeah. about on deck. Um, Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh, check out the Everything Report on Instagram or Twitter at the Every Report. On I'm Twitter. in it. I follow you guys yeah. on the grams. And uh, yeah, you can see me and Joey writes a lot of jokes for them too. So you're supporting two thirds of yeah. the regulars. Oh, and check out Dave's uh, Super Deluxe movie. Yeah, review Dave show. has a movie review show on Super I Deluxe. I really, it's really funny. I don't know how the production's going. I really like the first two, but Dave has hated the movies. Yeah, and so I secretly just hope he hates them all because <laughs> it's it's like there there's just something really special about seeing Dave Schilling eviscerate a terrible movie. Yeah. It's really great. It's, He's in his wait, element. One of the best things about Dave Schilling is making him do things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and as for me, uh, I have nothing to plug, as always, except for my Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where this week <laughs> I tweeted, 7.30 a.m., and we've already been to the gym and showered. Now for the rest of the day. I don't know who the we is there. That's weird, Frankie. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's him and Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> um, trust the process, guys. Trust the process. Amen. Shut it down. Let's go home. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.